welcome to Ringside Chaos, the professional wrestling discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. The only professional wrestling podcast in the world where pro wrestling is discussed passionately, with confidence, with great knowledge, and most of all, in the most sophisticated way. So brace yourselves, ladies and gentlemen, because chaos is about to be unleashed. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Ringside Chaos, the professional wrestling discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast and Pain Train Pipe Bomb Productions. My name is Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, William Regal has officially departed All Elite Wrestling, and apparently he is reportedly set to return to the WWE. Now, first, I do, I do want to say I regret that my good buddy David, we I really wanted to do this episode with him, but unfortunately, I think because of an issue regarding our respective schedules, he was unable to do so. But I do want to announce to everybody that I spoke to David recently, and there's two particular episode ideas that I have locked in with him. What I'm saying is that these particular ideas, I will not be doing an episode on them unless David is here with me. All right. I made that very, very clear to David because David is a huge part of my life as a good friend, as a mentor for the show, for my career, and that. So, and I basically, and I, I want, I would never want to deprive David out of anything, you know, because he's a huge part of the show, and I know that everybody who listens to the show appreciates him the same way I do. So, anyway, but um. So I wanted to get that clear, and uh, as far as the scheduling goes, um, I do have to work the next couple of days at 6 in the morning. Uh, for those of you that don't know, yes, I uh, decided to take your advice. I got a, another job to help me with financial security. It may affect me with my schedule with the shows moving forward, but I promise you, I guarantee to you, I will do everything I can to make everything work out. I will work my through this, my schedule with work and this. I'm going to do everything I can to the best of my ability. So please, please, please do not worry about anything. Nothing is going to disrupt me or disrupt this, the, the, the schedule for this show. Nothing's going to go wrong. I, can, I promise you that, folks. Anyway, glad I, I cleared that out. So, you know, I, I got to be honest. I... Uh, when I saw the news this morning that William Regal had officially departed All Elite Wrestling, I was honestly kind of glad that this whole thing was kind of like over with because the situation with his contract with AEW, if he's leaving or if he's staying, you know, the whole thing with MJF that we saw on Dynamite, the whole particular situation is just so goddamn perplexing, mind-boggling, confusing. I mean, me as a sports writer... And a lifelong fan of professional wrestling wanting to know just what the heck is going on. This whole situation just made my head spin so freaking fast. I mean, it, it's, it was driving me crazy. But, you know, as soon as I saw this, you know, I wanted to be sure that, you know, this, this is absolutely for real. And, and from the looks of it, it, appear, it appears that it is absolutely legitimate. William Regal has officially left All Elite Wrestling. But speaking of the situation that is pretty perplexing and mind-boggling of, of the contract situation, you know, first it said that, you know, his contract was ending soon, that he had signed a short-term deal, oh, and then some say that he had signed a three-year deal. I mean, a three-year deal I, doesn't seem short-term to me. Short-term means, like, it's anywhere between, 
I would say four to six, four months to a year, but you know I digress because you know obviously a lot of people have diff- have a different opinion on how a short term deal uh, on a short term deal goes. I mean, I'd imagine a short term deal in professional wrestling is not the kind of deal that you would see in baseball or football or any other kind of professional sport. But anyway, uh, you know I, I don't know which news really just you know had the bigger impact. The fact that Re- Regal departed the AEW, and that the report that he is now um, reportedly finalizing a deal with WWE, and that he's expected to uh, start his uh, new stint in WWE um, next year, you know, at the start of the uh, after after the new year. So, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, this this whole story about you know about the report of William Regal finalizing a WWE deal and to return after the new year. I mean, this came from the wrestling the Wrestling Observer. So. Honestly, it, and it was the whole thing with Dave Meltzer that caused a little bit of the confusion, you know, with uh, William Regal's contract with AEW. But again, I mean, I'm sure that for for Mr. Dave Meltzer, I mean, the situation was pretty perplexing to him as well. I mean, it must be tough on all of us. So anyway, so uh, starting off with William Regal, you know, I'll be honest, when he was released from WWE back in January 5th of this year, you know, of course, it ended a 22-year stint with a company. You know, he had been with a company since 2000. I mean, I'll never forget when he returned, you know, the Attitude Era. And, you know, was the European champion, the Goodwill Ambassador, the commissioner of, w- of the WWF, WCW. I mean, the invasion angle. Never forget that that particular stunt with Mr. McMahon when he joined the club. I'll never forget that. But, honestly, you know... And when William Regal was released, you know, I basically said to every single wrestling fan that I know, I guarantee you this is not Triple H's decision because Triple H and William Regal go way back. William Regal, ladies and gentlemen, William Regal is a huge part of Triple H's life, personally and professionally. William Regal at one point was Triple H's mentor, okay? Triple H and William Regal have such a great relationship both in the in the line of work that they do and on a personal basis. So I know for a fact that there is absolutely no way in hell that Triple H would want to release William Regal. William Regal to say that he is a huge part of the history of NXT and has made a large impact on the brand itself would be an understatement. It's not just NXT. William Regal made a huge particular impact in WWE itself, and I'm going to take it one step further. William Regal has not made a huge, positive, significant impact in in WWE or NXT. He has done that in the world of professional wrestling. William Regal has devoted his entire life to the world of professional wrestling. He has made so many great, positive things. He has made a lot of... I mean, there we go. Now Now I'm losing my train of thought. William Regal basically changed the face of professional wrestling in such a unique way along with many other names. The bottom line is William Regal is a wrestling god. Let me put it to you like that. As I'm trying to get my head back together because again, this mind-boggling, it's perplexing and I'm having a hard time keeping my train of thought because right now the adrenaline is just so goddamn overwhelming. You know, I'll never. So back uh, in NXT, you know, in July of 2014, when he became the uh, the on-screen uh, general manager of NXT, you know, I thought that was actually going to be huge. So I knew that NXT was really going to, you know, take things, you know, to a higher level. You know, 
but he had beyond he, he was beyond that role. I mean, William Regal, as we know, when, when Triple H, you know, basically said that how William Regal has a role in recruiting wrestlers to NXT, you know, to even the WWE. You know, he became a trainer at the WWE Performance Center. You know, at one point, you know, I, I think, you know, WWE even had him labeled. You know, he was actually the WWE Director of Talent Development and the Head of Global Recruiting. So, you know, of course, I'll never forget, he was also the on-screen general manager of the 205 Live brand as well. So, William Regal has just done it all. I mean, since 2014, I mean, that's just been such a huge, you know, a, a huge impact right there. I mean, I think around that time... Um, yeah, I, I believe that Willem Regal had actually retired as an active competitor. But, you know, I always say just because an important and one of the best wrestlers in, retires as an active competitor does not mean that they can take their impact, you know, to beyond the ring. And that's exactly what Willem Regal did. So, so I'll be honest, I was pretty sad to see Willem Regal be released from WWE. But again, I knew that it was not Triple H's decision. It was obviously Vince McMahon's decision. So having said that, let me tell you all this. As soon as Triple H took over the company when Vince McMahon retired, I basically vowed that Triple H is going to do everything in his power to bring William Regal back to the company, and I have no doubt in my mind that William Regal, the first chance he gets at returning to the company, he is going to take it. And now that particular prediction that I made seems to be happening. So William Regal, as we know, so according to what what I've seen, he all these sources indicate that he signed with AEW in uh, in January of 2022, which would be you know back in January. Um, I guess maybe he did he did must have signed the contract in January, but I guess he just the contract said that he would start in March because his uh, debut when we made his debut at the AEW Revolution pay per view back in March, you know. When he appeared to break up a fight between John Moxley and Brian Danielson, who, you know we know you know a huge part of uh, Brian Danielson's career as well. So that was that was a pretty interesting you know debut right there. And then at that particular media scrum, AEW president and CEO uh, Tony Khan actually had confirmed that Willem Regal was indeed all elite. So so you know when um, when he was released from WWE and went to the AEW, you know I I really had fully confident that. William Regal could have done you know, would be a huge part of AEW. I mean, he can mentor a lot of the wrestlers. He can train them. You know, do a lot of things. You know, even help with recruit. I mean, William Regal. Any company that you bring him in at this point, you know, he can make an impact. Okay, whether it was it would be Ring of Honor, whether it be Impact, WWE, AEW. I mean, wherever William Regal goes, he's gonna do. He's gonna make a positive impact. I mean, that's William Regal in a nutshell. I mean, there's really nothing negative to say about William Regal, honestly. And that, and, and that, I mean, I mean, back when he was wrestling, I mean, William Regal to me is just another underrated professional wrestler. You know, you know, back in like around two thousand eight, two thousand eight. You know, honestly, I felt like you know, do that time when he won the King of the Ring, when he won the Intercontinental Title in, in a forty second squash. You know, I really felt that you know, William Regal was finally going to get a push, but you know, we all know how that kind of turned out, but. Anyway, a little off topic right there. I mean, again, you know, see now basically I'm kind of solidifying my my long time appreciation and admiration for Mr. William Regal. I mean, God bless William Regal. All I can say. Anyway, so looking at this uh, particular source from RingsideNews.com, and RingsideNews.com is just you know, even they actually they're actually wondering you know when William Regal is set to make his WWE return. I mean, and imagine honestly, William Regal. If he were to really honestly start after the new year, 
I would say it does make sense. You know what? He just left you know AEW. You know, let's you know give him a little bit of time off. You know, let him you know enjoy the holidays with his family, and then you know have him come back to work like that on a, on a fresh start. So. Yeah, so you know, I, I think William Regal starting out after you know in January of you know of next year, next month, I think that's actually the best thing to do. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be honest. All these rumors lately that William Regal was on his way out, and what we saw on the latest uh, programming on AEW Dynamite when Maxwell Jacob Friedman turned on William Regal, you know, that that said one thing, but I got to be honest. When William Regal turned on John Moxley and helped Maxwell Jacob Friedman win the AEW World Title, that told me something, ladies and gentlemen, and that that told me that basically said, well, it's confirmed William Regal is not going anywhere because it was already rumored that William Regal could be leaving the company. So I said to myself, this well, he turns on John Moxley, he turns heel for the first time in AEW, and he, he turns heel since I think the first time in, in like ten years. I believe that was William Regal's first heel turn in in, in about a decade. So that told me, well, it, that would say that William Regal's not going anywhere, and that he's gonna be he's gonna be in with a company, you know, for at least you know at least another year. Because now that he turned on Moxley and has aligned himself with MJF, that tells me that he's gonna be managing MJF moving forward. So, so I felt that that was solidified. But when we saw Maxwell Jacob Freeman turn on William Regal by viciously attacking him from behind with brass knuckles. Then, of course, you know, Willem Regal was taken out of the arena, out of the arena in a stretcher, which, of course, you know, is to write him off of television and AEW programming. That, I believe, was what really per- was rather perplexing. Because, because think about it, late. Think about it. He turns heel. He shocks the world. He turns heel. He helps MJF win, win the title. He aligns himself with MJF, but then immediately MJF turns on him and then attacks him. Like, how often do you see that? Like, think about it. How often do you see something like that happen on professional wrestling programming? A longtime, well-known legend in the business, because you know, turns heel, aligns himself with a cut with a, with a top heel in a company, and that heel turns on him, and then he's written off of television. I mean, this whole thing just went so by went, went by quick. So, I mean, again, I mean, I, I'm just shocked. So, I mean, it's it, it's clear that that particular son, you know. MJF attacking, turning on him and attacking him, and then Regal been taken out in a stretcher. In professional wrestling, a stunt like that is basically a farewell. It's a farewell, like that. that it's it's to write him out off the television and write him out of the company. So, you know. So right now, that that kind of brings me the question. So I mean, right now it says here that you know, it was believed that he had that Will Regal had signed a short ter- short term deal with a company. You know, I don't know. I mean. If a short-term deal is that particular three-year deal we were talking about, but you know, honestly, right now there's a lot of things you know involving the supposed deal that William Regal had. I mean, one source actually strongly indicates that he had a that he had a basically a clause in the particular contract. These clauses, I think, these wrestling these con- clauses in wrestling contracts, you know, honestly, like I said, rest- contracts in professional wrestling are not the same that you see in baseball or in, or in football, but. I'm sure that these, you know, legends and these other big names, you know, they always have some, they all have these uh, particular things they can put in their contracts, you know, as far as clauses and whatever, so. But, you know, again, you know, the whole situation is, is just so freaking perplexing. It's really hard, you know, to keep it, you know, to keep this story straight because, you know, things just change. I mean, it's just like, it, it, in my case, ladies and gentlemen, I feel like to say that I'm on a need-to-know basis when it comes to these particular stories and 
rumors and etc. in professional wrestling. I mean, that's an understatement right there. I mean, sometimes, like, you don't know what's going on. You don't even know what to expect. I mean, I, I kind of feel like I'm beyond a simple need-to-know basis, so. <laughs> but it has been strongly, strongly suggested. But I think at this point, it's been solidif- solidified and confirmed that William Regal did, in fact, have a, a an out clause you know, on, on his contract, you know, Maybe he had an out clause, or you know, once one some rumors say he had a clause, a, a clause, or some rumors say that Tony Khan, out of out of respect, just let him out of the contract, you know, j- just to make sure that there was no hard feelings or whatnot. I mean, again, you know, we we really don't know everything, do we? I mean, will we ever know? I mean, just you know, that's what I say, you know, who the heck knows? So this particular source, so now uh, the same uh, with RingsideNews.com says that about a, an out clause in AEW contract. That basically doesn't really provide you no know, much about the uh, how long the contract was again, but but of course it reminds us that he joined AEW in January, you know, immediately after he was released from WWE. But I think you know the fact that if there was a clause, you know, if um, if Regal was able to have a clause in his contract, you know, part of me says that I think that what this could actually suggest that when he left WWE. Triple H must have said to him that, you know, Triple H must have known that, you know, he like, take take over. Like, or maybe he said that, you know, in, in case we decide to bring you back, you know, keep it not, you know, we're keeping the door open for you. I mean, again, there's a lot of things that we just don't know. So, again, <laughs> right now, I'm, again, right now, right now, we're just, like, looking at everything and, man, so... You know, what I found rather interesting, you know, also, uh, you know, ringsidenews.com, you know, the wrestlingnews.com, I should say, they even mentioned a story that um, AEW apparently had different ideas of how to run uh, William Regal off of television. And honestly, the way they did it, I really couldn't think of a better way to write William Regal off off of uh, AEW programming. I I feel like that was the perfect way to do it. I mean, but, you know, again, it's merely my opinion and, you know, everybody's got a different opinion, but... Honestly, if if anybody had a better idea how to how to you know get William Regal off of television, you know better than that. I mean, I, I'm I'm all ears. I would love to know how you would have done it. I mean, Vince McMahon probably would have said, you know, how would you do it, pal? So, but you know what what I find interesting is that you know, as I basically done all my research, you know, in this particular uh, scenario right here, you know, I look at it. And you know when William when William Regal was attacked, you know when how uh, MJF that promo he cut. I mean mentioning, oh, you know even mentioning Bruno Sammartino, man, man, oh man, oh man. So, so going back to what I so going back to see now that I found some of the uh, through my notes, you know Ringside News, you know mentioned that it was believed that Regal had signed a three year deal with a company, but then it was reported that Regal's contract was was to end in December. So, so I, I guess it was it was about a one year deal. So. So if the contract was to expire basically at the end of December and, and he has been released early, you know, I, I guess that, you know, it was through mutual agreement. You know, of course, maybe the the out, the clause of the contract you know, that allowed Willem Regal to leave his contract early. So so I guess right now it's basically solidified that we knew that Willem Regal, his contract was to either end in December or end in 2025. And the bottom line is it's if it's a if it's truly a 100 percent that he had a he indeed had an out clause in his contract, then. You know, Willem Regal took advantage of it, and in Willem Regal's case, to negotiate a clause in a, in, a, in a contract like that, that's a huge business move on his part, and that's a damn good one too, honestly.
But check this out. Now, again, I apologize because I've messed up. I've kind of lost my train of thought so many times. Um, I've been going through a lot. I mean, my my laptop, you know, checked out, you know, uh, like last week. And I just started I started a new job that's been, you know, killing me, you know, physically. I'm enjoying what I'm doing so far. But, you know, again, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of not fully my element. So I deeply apologize. But I really wanted to get it out there, even though I can't do it with my good buddy, David. And David, I'm sorry, man. But But check this out. RingsideNews.com actually released. This was actually not. This was actually around the same time I think that they announced that William Regal was out of the out of AEW, but that William Regal allegedly immediately regretted joining the company. See that also would also suggest why he he made sure that he had an opt an opt out an opt out an early opt out of his contract in a clause an opt clause because based on what I saw based on on the on the alleged reason why he allegedly regretted. Join the company immediately. <laughs> it says here. Check this out. And I quote. And I believe this is you know this is from EC3. And I quote: When he went over to AEW, the word was he said, "I immediately regret this decision." There's very much a maturity issue here within management. Unquote. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 I mean, see, when I spoke to this with David, I mean, David reminds us that CM Punk felt the same way, you know, during that that incident with the, in the media scrum. So, so right now, you know, with William Regal feeling that management is has a maturity problem, if William Regal is dissatisfied with it, well, that basically leaves a bad reputation on the company. I mean, I mean, right now, we with the media scrum and everything like that, with these, you know, wrestlers, you know, kind of like like that, you know, and of course, it's been talked that Tony Khan doesn't have control or, or anything. I mean. That too, right there, could actually mean you know the immaturity of manager. I mean, I mean, if a company can't control its talent and its employees, you know, from doing like that, then then it, it, it's hard. It's it's hard for you know for those people to be taken very very seriously, right? So, but again, this is all alleged. But you know, but seeing something like that, that William Regal immediately regretted joining AEW. But again, this is all alleged. But still, huh, I mean, that's got that's got that's got to paint a bad picture on the company right there. So. Honestly, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm dumbfounded. I mean, like, like the, the, the whole thing with Regal, the contract, his departure, you know, after turning, you know, after this, we all saw that he was going to start a new program with MJF. Again, I mean, it's no wonder I, I couldn't really, you know, keep a, couldn't keep my train of thought going. So, so right now, bottom line is, William Regal's gone. He's out of AEW. He's reportedly set to return to WWE. That he's finalizing a deal that he's supposedly due to start restart with the WWE after the new year. That he immediately reg- allegedly immediately regretted joining the company because of a maturity problems within management. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Again, we really don't. I mean, I, I don't even know when everything's gonna come out. You know, for it to be hundred percent straight. But I really just could not wait to actually get the, this episode out. So. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, right now I say it was a nine nine month deal. So, I mean, again, he he did debut in March, so it's unclear. I mean, if he debuted, if he did debut in March, then and if it's a nine year deal, that I would imagine he signed in March. I mean, if he debuted on, you know, I, I believe when it was a that particular day, he debuted on March sixth. He might he must have signed with a company, you know, March first, so or something like that. So, man. Again, so basically, maybe it was a nine-month deal or whatever. But again, I mean, whatever it was, whatever it was, a three-year deal, a nine-a nine-month deal, you know, a twelve-month deal, whatever it was. What you know, he had a 
he had a clause in the contract that allows him to opt out of it whenever he chooses to. That's one particular theory, but other sources have said that Tony Khan, you know, just decided to let him out of the contract purely out of respect or whatever. I mean, whatever the case is, Willem Regal out done with AEW and is headed back to WWE. Quite frankly, this is exciting news because as far as William Regal goes, with his great relationship with Triple H, I think WWE is the best place for Willem Regal. Ladies and gentlemen, Ringside Chaos is available on all streaming platforms including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you all very, very much for joining me today. And remember, if you know somebody that truly adores professional wrestling and they are looking for a very good pro wrestling podcast, this show, Ringside Chaos, is the show for you. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, David LaFon will be back on this show. I've got two huge, exciting, and special episodes planned out, and I plan on, on doing those episodes with him. And believe me, ladies and gentlemen, you will be in for such a treat. Thank you all very, very much, and you all have a good night.